It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. 48 days after trading up to the number one pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback Alabama. Why did they do that? Because David Tepper believes he can win them a Super Bowl. Kenny, we'll talk about it right here on Locked On Panthers. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, your team every day. That's our motto here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube, where we are live right now, breaking down a 2023 NFL draft. Or you can always check out the podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And be sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter, at Julian Council, where on Fridays, not tomorrow, but next Friday, I'll be back to answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions, either at me or DM me on Twitter at Julian Council. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. Have you ever dreamed of becoming an NFL general manager and managing your own football franchise? Then this game is definitely for you. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the App Store. My listeners, meaning you, get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code LOCKEDON. That's in all caps in the game store. We knew it going into tonight who the Carolina Panthers were going to select, and now it is official with the first pick in the 2023 NFL Draft. The Carolina Panthers select Bryce Young, quarterback out of Alabama. And Frank Reich, the Panthers' new head coach, in response to that, told the crowd out there at Bank of America Stadium, a rainy Bank of America Stadium, on a Thursday evening in Uptown Charlotte, saying, the quarterback we are getting has been a winner forever. We got the best quarterback in college football this year right here in this stadium. It's almost that simple when you break down the Carolina Panthers taking Bryce Young. When they moved up to number one on March 10th, 48 days ago, they did it because they had conviction on a quarterback. Scott Bitter talked about it last year when going through the draft process and there was discussion of would Malik Willis out of Liberty or Kenny Pickett at Pittsburgh or Matt Corral Ole Miss, would they make sense at six? in the draft there in 2022 for the Carolina Panthers. Scott Fitter said, you got to have conviction. And when you're at six, that's when you can really take a jump at a guy like that. But they decided to have no conviction on anyone last year. At least they're sixth overall in the first round. But this year, that was not the case. The Carolina Panthers had seen the quarterback Mary go around, go around here for three, four, five years, and they were tired of it. They were ready to move on and to go find their guy. And fortunately for them, they looked at this draft class of Bryce Young with C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis, and it felt enough conviction to move up to number one because they felt like one of those guys could be the one to finally break the wheel and in the quarterback carousel here in Carolina. And that guy, they hope, will be Bryce Young. 
Now, certainly there's concerns at 510, probably not actually 204, probably around 190, 195. Bryce Young is a complete outlier. We've discussed this for the last couple of weeks and months, how Bryce Young, at his size, there's never been a player in the NFL to have long-term success. And that's not to say that he can't. And the hope here, certainly, as Panther fans, is that he will be the exception to the rule, that he will not go through injury after injury, that he can elevate this franchise and go out there and lead them to heights that they've never been to before. We've never had back-to-back winning seasons here in Charlotte. We've never won a Super Bowl. We've come pretty damn close with Jake DeLome and Cam Newton, but we haven't done that. And the hope now of Bryce Young and Frank Reich and Scott Fitterer and this entire organization anew after getting rid of Matt Rule and moving off of Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield is that Bryce Young can be the guy. Now let's fast, let's go backwards, not fast forward, let's go backwards to December 21st, 2020. That's the day when the Panthers mutually parted ways with Marty Herney. I put that in quotes. They did not mutually part ways. They kicked him out of the door. Because Marty Herney had no business being here for 2.0 in the first place. But David Tepper decided, all right, Marty Herney, showing the ropes, then you're out of here. As the Panthers are going through a 5-11 season in year one of Matt Rule with Teddy Bridgewater as their starting quarterback. And a lot of you were upset with the play of Teddy, of Teddy Bridgewater. I was always a little confused by how angry Panther fans got Every Sunday, especially knowing that we went through a global pandemic and you would think that maybe you would just be happy to have football and Teddy Bridgewater played the same way he's played his entire career. But for whatever reason, every Sunday I'm going on Twitter and people are mad as hell. But that is Twitter and that is the passion that Carolina Panthers fans have here in Charlotte and the Carolinas and across the globe. And I appreciate that. And it's part of the reason why I do this daily podcast for you all here on Locked on Panthers. But every Sunday, people were upset. And David Sepper was right there with you saying he's pissed off every time this team loses. Now, I would be pissed off, too, if I spent $2.25 billion and the head coach and general manager I employ decided to give a three-year, $63 million contract to Teddy Bridgewater and kick Cam Newton out of the door. Not to say that David Sepper did not play a role in that decision, but I would be pretty upset, too. So Teddy Bridgewater, as we know, went 0 for 8 in situations where the Panthers could either win the game or tie the game late in the fourth quarter, never got it done, and showed in a season that he was not the guy, but whoever really believed that he was the guy. That afternoon, over a Zoom press conference, David Tepper said this, the NFL, when you talk about quarterback, you think about what are you doing there. It's an ongoing process. It's a question of who can be that guy that can help you win. That's the most important position on the field. And unless you have that guy for sure that gets you to playoffs and Super Bowls, you have to keep reevaluating that because that's the only thing that matters is Super Bowls. And until you have that guy, you're evaluating, evaluating, evaluating every year. The Panthers evaluated later on in that offseason trying to get Matthew Stafford. They had a trade in place. But as we know, Stafford and Sean McVay fell in love in Cabo. He goes to Los Angeles. Wins the Super Bowl, does not come to Carolina. The Panthers expressed interest in Deshaun Watson, but a little off-the-field issues rose, and Watson never was all that interested in Carolina in the first place. So where does that lead them? We decide, okay, well, you know, Justin Fields, we like him. And, you know, we like Mac Jones, but we feel more comfortable giving up a second, a fourth, and a sixth-round pick for a complete and total bust in Sam Darnold because we feel like this structure here with Matt Rule and Joe Brady that can fix him. Well, they were wrong. They were big wrong on that one. And they tried last offseason to bring in Baker Mayfield, who also was not the answer. The hope was at least he would be better than Sam, which he wasn't. 
And also, you were trying to see, could he be the guy? There were always going to be questions of whether he could be the guy. Teddy was never the guy. Sam was never the guy. Baker was never the guy. Matt Corral was never the guy. P.J. Walker, a broken and battered Cam Newton second time around, was never going to be the guy here in Carolina. They were tired of going through this process of evaluating the wrong quarterbacks. And it was time to find the right guy. And you remember Super Bowls, because that's the only thing that matters. What David Tepper said to the media on Thursday night following the selection of Bryce Young, that this is the guy who they believe in. That it was about the probability of winning Super Bowls. Of the four prospects that we looked at and we talked about, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Anthony Richardson, and Will Levis, the Panthers believe that they had the highest chance of winning a Super Bowl with Bryce Young under center, I guess really behind center, in the shotgun, leading this organization from here forward. That's what they believe, that this is the guy that can win them Super Bowls, that can take over the NFC South where the Falcons don't have a quarterback, where the Bucks might be playing Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask, where the Saints are going to rely on Derek Carr for at least the next two seasons. The window of opportunity is open right now for the Panthers with Bryce Young, a strong offensive line, a wide receiver core that could use some work, but they'll be fine. One of the best coaching staffs in the NFL and a defense that I cannot wait to see what these guys look like this fall. The window of opportunity is open here in Carolina, but they got to get the quarterback right. And they believe they got the quarterback right. Remember I told y'all that this is going to be David Tepper's pick. That yes, he was going to allow Scott Bitterer and the scouts and Dan Morgan and Cole Spencer and Samir Suleiman, everyone in that front office, they were, he was going to allow them to go out there, do their jobs, Frank Reich and the coaching staff. They were going to get their input. They were going to get a guy that they liked. This is always going to be David Tepper's pick. And he lets you know that was the case when, again, speaking to the media on Thursday night and talking about how he saw Bryce Young at the Super Bowl in Arizona back in February. And he told Bryce, hey, we're going to take a quarterback. You know, we like to have you here in Carolina. And when he called Bryce Young, he brought back that conversation. Remember when we talked about that? And Bryce said, oh, yeah, I do. How about you uh, trading that sweet home Alabama for some sweet Carolina? This is David Tepper's guy. This is the guy that David Tepper believes can win them as not a Super Bowl, but Super Bowls. Bryce Young would not be here if David Tepper didn't believe that he can be the one to stabilize that position and to take this franchise to new heights that we have never seen before here in Carolina. Now, of course, Scott Fitter and all those guys also really like Bryce Young, and that played a large part in him being here. But Bryce Young is not here to just win games. He's here to win the game. Can he do that? Well, only time will tell. Now I talked about how Scott Fitter and the rest of the uh, organization here loves Bryce Young. Uh, what do they have to say about Bryce Young after selecting him? We'll go over why Bryce Young is here in Carolina here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. But before we get there, today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Football GM. You heard me talk about this mobile game app, and if you've ever thought that you would make a good general manager, you got to give this game a try. It's not as easy as you might think to create a dynasty. With Ultimate Football GM, you're responsible for controlling the destiny of your franchise by hiring the right coaches and coordinators, managing all the finances, including negotiating players' salaries and terms, navigating your franchise through free agency, the draft, injuries, players slash personnel issues, and all the ups and downs of a season. 
All this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Football GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Locked On Panthers listeners, meaning you, get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using promo code Locked On in the game store. That's Locked On in all caps, so make sure to check it out today to download the game. Just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM, start your dynasty today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. While David Tepper made it very clear that Bryce Young was the guy that he wanted from the beginning, Scott Fitterer, and Dan Morgan, Samir Suleiman, Cole Spencer, all those in the uh, front office, the scouting side of things, they, they love Bryce Young from day one. And the question was, though, would Frank Reich be on board? A lot was made of Frank Reich having only coached taller quarterbacks since being an OC and a head coach in the NFL. And that was started by Peter King. At no point did Frank Reich ever say that he had a preference. Now, he did bring up at the Combine back in January, I guess, not January, I guess it would have been February, whenever it was, uh, back in Indianapolis, that Bryce Young's size was a concern. But it wasn't something they couldn't get over. They couldn't get past. And he had to have known by that point that Fitter and the scouts really liked Bryce Young. And Scott Fitter said that he checked all the boxes that we had. And at the beginning, when the scouts came back and were going to the draft process before, like when it was really starting, they said, far and away, the best quarterback in this draft is this kid from Alabama, man. Heisman Trophy winner looked even better this past season where Jameer Gibbs just went 12th overall. Love that kid. So happy for him, by the way. Just a quick aside. But that's the only dude he had this past year at Alabama. And I know, I know, it's Bama, it's Bama. If you watch the games, y'all, Bryce was carrying those dudes. He looked so impressive this past season in Tuscaloosa, hoping Alabama to a Sugar Bowl championship over K-State uh, a couple months ago. He was awesome. And he was awesome in 2021. There's a reason why he is one of the few to have won the Heisman Memorial Trophy as the most outstanding player in college football back during the 2021 season. It took him to a national championship game before losing to the juggernaut that was the Georgia Bulldogs. He checked all the boxes, cerebral. His dad's a psychologist. That is something that clearly has been passed on to Bryce to be able to handle his emotions, be able to understand people and to lead a room. You go to the S2 testing that for whatever reason became uber important this past year. And Scott Fitter said it was just one small piece of the puzzle. It wasn't everything, but it's something the Panthers, mainly David Tepper, really believed in. And part of the reason why Bryce Young is here. But he has two testing. He can process. You watch the tape and you can see how he goes through his progressions, how he actually stays in the pocket and tries to have the play go as long as possible to find his right guy. And maybe sometimes he could run, but Bryce Young is not someone who's looking to run first. He's looking to be able to maneuver the pocket and allow the play to develop and then hit the right guy when the opportunity presents itself. Maybe not the strongest arm, but he's accurate. He gets the ball to where it needs to be. Bryce Young was the best quarterback in college football the last two seasons. 
the last two seasons. Now, was he the best quarterback last year? I mean, Caleb Williams won the Heisman Trophy. For whatever reason, Max Duggan won to Davey O'Brien for the best quarterback in college football. That's still insane. But the last two seasons, what we're talking about, that was the best quarterback. He was the best quarterback in this draft. And they had conviction from the beginning. And we have talked to Matt Miller. We talked to Dane Brugger. We talked to Mike Kay. We talked to so many people over the last couple of weeks trying to figure out who did they trade up for? It seems very clear today from what Scott Fitterer said that it was Bryce Young. And you remember he talked about clarity? That every time they met with him, they felt more and more convicted that Bryce Young was that guy. That's what he was telling us last week when they were able to get clarity throughout the process. They knew they wanted Bryce Young from the beginning. At least they thought that's who they wanted. They met with him. They watched the film. But they kept talking to him. And they're like, man, this, is, this guy's sharp. This guy has a personality that can lead this franchise, that we can market this guy, and he can win some football games. He's won at every level. This is who we want. They had conviction in the beginning, and they got clarity in the end, and now he's here in Carolina. That it was unanimous from the beginning that Bryce Young was the guy. And for Frank Reich, it actually did not take that much convincing. Frank Reich said, we're the coaches, we're the scouts, we watch the tape. When you watch the tape, Bryce Young was the best player. And I cannot dispute that as a college football lover, as someone who watched Bryce Young, a ton of Bryce Young, who watched C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. And yes, I know I came on Thursday morning and, Ted, and said to y'all, like, Anthony Richardson, I want to see that guy here in Carolina because this is the situation where I think he could, could, could succeed. But saying that, I also still understood that Bryce Young was going to be the pick, and I love Bryce Young and know that Bryce Young has been the better player of the four in their college careers. We'll see what happens now that they're in the NFL. And we'll always link Bryce Young to C.J. Stroud. By the way, Houston comes to Carolina later on this fall, and we'll link him to Anthony Richardson. Now, I'm looking at the draft going on right now. I don't think Will Levis has been taken, so I guess we won't really link him to Will Levis since he was not a first-round quarterback. But those two other guys, Richardson and Levis, will always be linked to Bryce Young because the Panthers could have taken him. And we'll see. What other teams in the top five, that being Indianapolis and Houston respectively, are able to do with those prospects. But you watch the tape. Frank Reich said it. The scouts said it. The best quarterback, the best player was Bryce Young. That's, that's them, y'all. That's them who know football, who play the game, who know it way better than you and me combined and have forgotten more about football than we will ever know. They're the ones saying that. So, sure, we're all entitled to our opinions. We're all allowed to be skeptical. And I honestly encourage you to be a natural skeptic because you can't sit there and shovel all the crap they give you all the time. You got to buy into what you actually think is real, but also kind of sit back and wonder, okay, can this work? Do they have a plan? And you kind of felt they did when Scott Fitter talked about the clarity, but also the nutrition aspect of, hey, you get a little bit older, y'all know, you get a little older whether you work out a lot or not, you're naturally going to put on some weight. The metabolism ain't going to work like it used to. They're thinking that's going to be the case of Bryce Young. Now, he's like a balloon and get fat. He's an athlete. He's always going to be in shape. They, they, they think they can add some pounds with them. They feel like nutritionally, strength and conditioning-wise, they have a good plan for Bryce Young. That kind of told you right then and there. Now, the report's already out that the Panthers were leading on Bryce Young anyways. But that told you they felt pretty comfortable taking Bryce Young and that they had a plan for him. So we'll see what it looks like. And, and you go and you look at – Bryce Young's career from high school to college. And I, I talk about the antidote that, um, that anecdote that, uh, yeah, I said antidote, anecdote that, uh, Daniel Jeremiah of NFL Network, uh, gave during Bryce Young's pro day. If you were able to, uh, 
pay for NFL Plus and you got through the paywall or someone was nice enough to give you a login. Thank you to the folks who did that for me. He talked about how coming out of high school is Bryce Young and DJ Uyunglele out of California. Now, DJU went to Clemson, transferred now to Oregon State. See how that works out for him. Hopefully, wish him the best. But those are the two guys coming out of California. DJU, massive human being, looks like what you want in a quarterback. Bryce Young, not so much. Both of them five stars. Bryce goes to Alabama after playing at Modern Day, which has been uh, – that's where Mark, Matt Barkley went. Um, who else went there that you guys would know? I, there's, it's been a ton. It's basically been where every USC quarterback has ever gone. And Bryce Young initially was committed to USC. But think about it, every great USC quarterback over the last decade plus, they went to Modern Day. That is a high school powerhouse. So he's always played on the best team and been the best player on the best team and played against the best competition. That was the case at Modern Day. That was the case at Alabama, even though I guess they weren't the best team the last two years. But either way, he's played against the best, and he's never failed. Not to say he won't now in the NFL, because he's going to take his lumps. But through his career, since he was eight, and this is coming from Frank Reich, best player on the best team against the best competition, number one quarterback coming out of high school, Heisman Trophy winner, now the number one pick in the draft. They got a basically a dude who's been a born winner, who at every turn has found a way to have success. And when people doubted, hey, he's too small, DJU's going to be the guy, DJU's going to Oregon State, man. He's in Corvallis. Bryce Young is out on the stage hugging Roger Goodell, holding up Panthers uniform, saying number one, going to be here in Charlotte on Friday. I'm a believer in Bryce Young. I hope it works out. I pray it works out because we need them to have gotten this one right. This is a dude who has been spectacular in high school and college. I guess Pop Warner, too. And the thought is that he can be spectacular here in the NFL because they're going to need him to be if they want to win those Super Bowls that David Tepper was talking about. Now, what's the plan for Bryce Young moving forward? Will he start game one? Or will they bring him along slowly? Frank Reich talked about that also on Thursday night. And the process is it's about complete. What are our expectations moving forward? And, well, night one of the NFL draft is over. And now we think about night two where the Panthers are taking the other picking 39th in the second or 39th overall in the second round and 93rd overall there in the third round. We'll get into that here in just a moment on Locked on Panthers. But before we do, are you looking for a delicious snack but don't all the sugar and calories and you need to try the best tasting protein bar ever? Built, you gotta try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but you don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just a thing for you. Built Bars and Built Puffs. Built Bars are healthy and taste amazing. Seriously, y'all, they taste amazing, but you won't think they're good for you, but you got to try them. What makes Built Bars so good, you ask? Well, for starters, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate in every single bar and puff. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they're healthy for you. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you no longer have to wait around and get a box for years. We've been talking about ordering Built Bars at Built.com, which you can still do if you ever want to get their specialty flavors. But now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. I probably, I don't know if the Walmart's still open right now. It might be. Either way, you want, you might be listening to this on the podcast. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Watch the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and cream, a double chocolate bar, a coconut puff. And if you're close to a Sam's Club and a member, run in and grab a 13-bar box of their hit flavors, brownie batter puff and churro puff. You can thank me later. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so David Tepper thinks that Bryce Young gives him the best chance to win a Super Bowl of the guys that were available at quarterback in the 2023 NFL Draft. So that means he's going to start week one, right? Against, well, we don't know yet. Ooh, you think they might have Houston and Carolina be week one? That could happen, and that would be a win. I'll, I'll take that. But okay, let's, let's focus. Let's focus. Okay. So, Bryce Young, will he start week one? That is something that we're going to be discussing over the next couple of months. And I'm sure there's already people who say he better. Others who say, hey, you know, let's give it some time. Others who say, no, 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 let's take it slowly. I don't know if there's too many over here on the, no, 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 let's take it slowly. I think it's more people like, yes, I don't want to watch Andy Dalton. And then people are kind of going about this a little bit more level-headed. I don't think there's any rush. I would love to see Bryce Young start week one because I really just want to watch Bryce Young play. But this is not a one-year kind of thing. The hope is he's going to be here for the next decade plus. So that's the case. There really is no rush. And even with Bryce Young, I'm still not comfortable right now to say the Carolina Panthers are like the favorites in the NFC South. Let's wait and see what happens the rest of the draft. Let's see what other players they add. Let's just kind of let's monitor the situation next month in May, which is right around the corner. So we'll talk about that next month, maybe next week. So right now for me, just let the guy come in. And Frank Reich said this, we'll know when the time is right. He wants him to come in. Learn the offense and not worry about stepping into the limelight. Well, I'm sorry, Frank. He's already in the limelight. He's a number one overall pick. He was a Heisman Trophy winner. He was a number one quarterback coming out of high school. Like, he's been in the limelight since he started at modern day. It, it, it's, it's, he's already been in it. He, he's not stepping out of it. And every time you speak to the media over the next couple of months, the only thing they really want to know is how is Bryce Young looking? Is Bryce going to start week one? Is Andy doing a good job mentoring Bryce so Andy can hold the clipboard and allow Bryce to play? Like, that's what everyone wants to know. We'll find out. And I think it's very important. Like, the schedule dates come out next month in May. We already know the schedule, who they're going to play, but the dates come out next month. That will be something to monitor to see when the Panthers' bye week is. Frank Reich talked about when he came here as the first-ever quarterback. He started the first three games. They had a bye then Kerry Collins, who they drafted in the first round, took over. I don't know if the Panthers can take the same approach where if they have an early bye, they play Andy Dalton for the first four games, and then bye, and then Bryce Young for the final 13. I don't know how it's going to work out. That's something to look at as a potential scenario here in Carolina. I don't know if that's going to be the preferred scenario, but I do know that they want to take it slowly, even though Bryce Young will be on the field at some point in time coming up here in 2023 and when they talk about how he's able to process and how smart he is there really should be no concern about whether Bryce Young's going to start week one he probably is going to start week one just based off of all the things that they've said about him throughout the last couple weeks and all everything that all the NFL draft analysts and scouts and GMs and all that have said about Bryce Young throughout this entire 
process. Now, speaking of process, that was another one of those buzzwords. We've heard that word a lot from David Tepper and from this organization as they want to go slowly through this process of finding the quarterback and crossing all their T's, adding all their I's, and making sure that they met with everyone and had all the conversations, got as much information as possible so they could make an informed decision, even though <laughs> they always wanted Bryce Young. And as they went through the process, they realized, oh, yeah, Bryce Young's still our guy, and there's not anyone out there who we would want over Bryce Young. So, yeah, the process, the process, the process. That word was said a ton on Thursday by David Tepper when he kind of uh, he kind of took over the press conference, which is not a bad thing. These are the times when I want to hear from David Tepper as a Panthers owner, when it's a draft and when they get rid of a coach. I, I want to hear from him in these situations. I want to know what kind of role he played in deciding who this quarterback would be. But he talked about how the process when he brought in Scott was to build a defense first. You see them taking J.C. Horn. You see what they've done in bringing now Von Bell and some of these other players that have been instrumental defensively, Frankie Louvu, who have been really good players to the Panthers' defense and being able to retain important pieces like a Shaq Thompson. Then last offseason, we saw them fix the offensive line. They got Bradley Bozeman for a ridiculously cheap deal. He ended up being probably like their, one of their team MVPs, if not the MVP of last season for them. They got Ikea Kwanu, six overall, to be their left tackle of the future. They had already drafted Brady Christensen, but they started him at left guard. They brought in Austin Corbett, fresh out of a Super Bowl in um, Los Angeles, and they had already tied up Taylor Moten for the foreseeable future at right tackle. So they fixed the defense. They fixed the offensive line. Now it was time to go get a quarterback. And we've sat here the last couple of drafts, third night, third time I've done the draft since hosting this podcast here on Lockdown Panthers. And a couple years ago, I was like Penesul or, or bust. I was not all over getting Justin Fields. So the offensive line was no good. And they had already, you know, got Sam Darnold. So they told you right then and there they weren't really interested in any of those quarterbacks. They had conviction like they had in Bryce Young. They would have traded up and done exactly what San Francisco did. To get Trey Lance, but they didn't have conviction in Trey Lance or Mac Jones or in Justin Fields. So they decided to stay at eight and it took JC Horn. And when JC's played, he's been great. Unfortunately, he has not played as much as we have hoped he would have, but he will, I'm sure, moving forward. But the process was just to build the defense at that point in time. And I don't think they were wrong in going about it by not getting quarterback right then and there. I was someone who felt like they should have just kept Teddy Bridgewater and keep building the roster. And when the time is right, then get your quarterback. And they tried to cut corners of Stafford and Deshaun and in a way with Sam and Baker, it didn't work out for them. But now they've done it the conventional way. They use all those picks. They got up to number one. They controlled the draft board and they controlled the narrative of the draft. And David Tepper more or less telling you that's what he wanted to have the Carolina Panthers in the limelight and atop all the discussions going on in the NFL over the last 48 days, which has been the case as people were trying to figure out who they're going to take at number one. Now, we've known for the last couple of weeks it was going to be Bryce Young. The process is now more or less complete. You got a great defense. You got an outstanding defensive coordinator in Jero Averro. Add a few pieces here and there as far as depth, but your frontline guys, you got them. There's no excuses defensively. Offensively, you got your offensive line. Now, Corbett, we'll see how his knee is. But overall, you got Cade Mays who can start, step right in there, and they like him a lot. That offensive line really should not be any drop-off. They're going to have to add to the skill positions over the next couple of years, probably next offseason. But right now, it's an okay unit. It's not great. Not good. It's okay. You can work with it. Running game, 
don't really think there's going to be much of a drop-off there with Miles Sanders in that offensive line. Special teams-wise, Chris Tabor, he's back. You brought back Pinero, or Pinero, excuse me, Pinero. You got Johnny Hecker, J.J. Jansen. There's not a lot of excuses when you're looking at this roster, other than it's a young roster still that has not won. The process is about complete. You got to get the quarterback on board ready, not necessarily on board, but you got to get him ready to go, and then it's time to go win some games. No more talk of the process. You got the defense, you got the offensive line, you got the quarterback. Build more around him. It's time to go out there and win. And the question will be, can Bryce win your Super Bowls? I can't answer that. I have no idea. I'm hoping it will be the case, and that's why he's here. And if he can't, well, then I guess we're back to evaluating and evaluating and evaluating. Looking at the quarterbacks in this draft class, he was best one. The tape shows it. It was obvious. Love Stroud. Hope he has a successful career in Houston. I hope it's not better than Bryce Young's, of course, because I certainly don't want to listen to y'all being like, oh, we should have taken C.J. Stroud. Same thing with Anthony Richardson. I love that guy. Will Levis, whatever. Bryce Young, he's here in Carolina. He's your quarterback. Let's support him, and let's hope for the best because Sam was never the guy who was going to win a Super Bowl here in Carolina. Baker wasn't going to do it. If, hell, if Cleveland thought he could, he would still be in Cleveland. Can Bryce? We'll see. Now, the second round going to go on tonight as it's officially uh, 12.02 as I'm here live on YouTube on the East Coast. It is 12.02, so we're officially here on Friday. Pick 39, pick 93. Now, let me pull up my phone to see who the other picks were to close out the rest of the first round because I saw there was a run on wide receivers. So there's guys still like Josh Downs that are available, I think. Okay, let's not – don't quote me on that. I'm sure you already have seen it. Uh, Josh Downs, he's still available. Jalen Hyatt's still available. And really no edge rushers have gone off the board. There was a dude out of Iowa State. There was Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech. And, of course, Will Anderson, those three, uh, I think everyone thought that they were going to go into first round. Anyways, B.J. Ojolari, he's still there. Uh, I feel like there's plenty of corners there. That feels like the Carolina Panthers should go there. Now, I will say one thing, though. Is Matthew Mayer out of Notre Dame still on the board somehow? Is that is that actually – like something that's happened because if that's the case, you know, they might have to uh, investigate that because that is a damn good player. Have no idea how he did not get picked in round one. So yeah, I'll take uh, Joey Porter jr. He's available. There's some good players. And that's why Scott Fitter did not want to move from that 39th pick. Cause this is uh, really where you can get some value in the draft. And I'm not a draft nerd. So I don't really understand the whole value thing. I had someone tell me like, Oh my God, I took a running back that early. Like you're talking about Jameer Gibbs. Like, I mean, Jameer Gibbs is awesome. I don't know. And he's like, Detroit could have traded back three times to get him. I, could they maybe I have no clue. <laughs> I don't know how really hell this works. How they go about that. Um, but he's a good player. And you got your guy, which is all that really matters. Right? Yeah. So, uh, Mike, Michael Mayer, is it Michael Mayer or Matt? I keep saying Matthew. I think Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame. Uh, he, yeah, Michael Mayer. Get him if he's there. <laughs> Not to rhyme. I would love him. That's insane. I'm, I'm trying to make sure I did get that right, that he is off the board. I could look at the chat. Uh, no, he's, he's on the board still. So, yeah, the Panthers. Going to be fun Friday night. Now, speaking of Friday night, I will be here again live breaking down the NFL draft as Carolina Panthers, of course, are going to be up at 39 overall. And I'll be live just to uh, break down what they do there in the, oh no, in the uh, 
third in the second round, thirty nine, than what they do in the third round at ninety three. So I'll be back here live on Locked On Panthers YouTube channel, uh, hoping that it will be early because I have to run in a five k uh, or eight k rather on Saturday morning. So got to get that sleep in. So excited to see what happens here um, tonight. On Friday, as Carolina Panthers have an opportunity to potentially get a really good tight end, uh, get some good corners or an edge, they're in a good spot there at 39. And they can get an excellent player who can come in and help this team right away. So really excited to see uh, how the draft unfolds on thir- on Friday night for your Carolina Panthers. But Bryce Young is your quarterback, and I guess really it is also TBD. Fingers crossed that he actually is your franchise quarterback. we got about three years to figure out whether that's the case or not. But David Tepper, Scott Fitter, Frank Reich, all those guys have conviction and believe that this is the man to not just bring a Super Bowl, but Super Bowls to Carolina. We will see. All right, that's going to wrap up this edition of the Lockdown Panthers podcast, a part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, hosted by yours truly, Julian Councils. Subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. We'll be back again live on tomorrow's show, or I guess tonight's show, uh, breaking down the second and third round of the NFL draft of the Carolina Panthers. Do follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where on Fridays, typically answer your weekly Friday mailbag question. We'll be back with that next week, either at me or DM me on Twitter for those. In the meantime, be safe, be happy, be whole. As always, keep pounding. And I'll talk to y'all on Friday nights, last Saturday morning, whenever you listen or watch the show. Goodbye. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.